The world awaits you. The city awaits you. Are you ready to run? The New York City Marathon, the biggest race of its kind in the world, is this Sunday. At least 51,000 people from over 125 countries will cover the 42.2 kilometers across all five boroughs of the city. The fastest runners in the world show up to race for hundreds of thousands of dollars in prize money. The marathon can be seen on TV and online in nearly every country of the world. New York is the marathon every runner wants to do but it had a humble beginning. The race started back in 1970, and even the local diehards in New York didn't really believe it would be successful, probably because it was initially four loops of Central Park. It all started after an eccentric named Fred Lebeau, an immigrant from Romania who fled during the Second World War, got into running just about a year before. Running wasn't popular in the 1960s, really only weirdos in the hardcores ran as adults. Lebeau started running around the reservoir in Central Park when it was scantly frequented. And he wasn't even a great runner, which was odd in the 60s and 70s, as it was a time when only fast runners raced, and everyone else was just kind of considered a jogger. Central Park was closed to traffic on the weekends, so Lebeau thought it would be neat to run a marathon there. Although he wasn't a fast runner... Lebeau was disruptive and stood out. Bearded and always wearing a cycling cap, he wedged himself in with an aggressive racing scene, even though he wasn't an ex-college star. He also ran in Manhattan when everyone avoided it, running in the Bronx instead to avoid the traffic and congestion. Lebeau was also a great salesman and, as it turned out, a visionary. By day, he worked in the garment district, making knockoff designs of high-end clothing. So he knew how to identify a hit and began to borrow from what worked. The Boston Marathon was the pinnacle of running at the time, but he needed to start somewhere. New York Marathon is the Super Bowl of all marathons. There may be other games in in football that are sometimes played better, but nothing compares to the excitement of the Super Bowl. The first New York City Marathon was held on September 19th, 1970. The flyer was hand-drawn, proclaiming it the AAU Junior National Championships. It started at 11 a.m. It cost Lebeau $11,000 out of his own pocket. That's about $70,000 in 2017. They used old bowling and baseball trophies to award the top finishers. 127 runners entered, 126 men, and one woman. They started at Tavern on the Green. Only 55 finished. The winner, Gary Merkey, was a New York City fireman who would also win the first ever Empire State Building stair run-up. In the beginning, there was no expo, 126 runners, 55 finishes, 85 degrees summer day, four loops of Central Park with no water on the course except for what your wife handed you as you came around every six miles. 
and the crowds were tremendous. There had to be about three or four family members from every runner. He finished in 2.31.38, and by contrast, the world record had been lowered that summer to 2.09.28. LeBeau quietly asked him to give back the trophy after the race because they didn't have another one to replace it for the next year. By 1975, there were too many runners wanting to enter the marathon in Central Park. It became an organizational nightmare. The crowds of Boston inspired LeBeau and they decided to push a five boroughs race for the U.S. Bicentennial in 1976. It was supposed to be a one-time event. The race started on the Verrazano Narrows Bridge in Staten Island, and you used to be able to drive a runner right up to the start and drop them off. The biggest stretch in a single borough was, and remains today, through Brooklyn. And for over 35 years now, the Bishop Lachlan High School Band plays the Rocky theme around 200 times for runners at mile nine. The race then crosses over the Pulaski Bridge to Queens for a couple miles before heading to Manhattan across the massive Queensboro Bridge, the quietest stretch on the entire course because spectators are not allowed up there. On Manhattan, you head north, up to the Bronx briefly, crossing over on the Willis Avenue Bridge. In the 1976 edition, runners literally ran around a telephone pole that was technically in the Bronx and then headed back. You then cross over another bridge, the Madison Avenue Bridge, back into Manhattan, heading through Harlem and into Central Park. In 1976, New York was a violent and chaotic city on the verge of collapse. The U.S. and New York in particular were in financial ruin. Areas of the city weren't considered places you'd want to go. Violent crime was out of control, well over double what it is today. In New York, the search continues for the 44 caliber killer who has come to be known as the Son of Sam, the object of one of the biggest manhunts in this city's history. In the past year, the killer, believed to be a young man, has killed five people and wounded four. Bob, why don't you bring us up to date on just what's going on in the case. David Berkowitz, the serial killer known as Son of Sam, had begun his killing spree that summer. No one saw parts of Brooklyn, the Bronx, and Harlem as places you'd want to drive through, much less run through by choice. In 1976, you didn't go to the outer boroughs on vacation, but you did if you came to town to run the New York City Marathon. So the marathon became a catalyst bringing people to New York when it was seen as a murder capital, and bringing New Yorkers together. LeBeau had no idea how many entrants would actually show up, but over 2,000 runners started the 1976 race, meaning the race grew over 10 times in just seven years. The biggest hill of the marathon is actually right up at the start when you cross over the Verrazano Narrows Bridge, which was once the biggest suspension bridge in the world. The first version of the Five Boroughs course was nuts. There was even a section of stairs. There was no big finishing chute, no barricade stopping the crowds from crowding around the finishers. It was like the Tour de France, where spectators create a funnel around the cyclists. The great American marathoner Bill Rogers 
broke the thin finish line string to symbolize the first win of a whole new kind of marathon. What was it like? And uh, the experience of running in New York, it was a mind bogger. I didn't know where I was going, you know. <clears throat> but I loved it. I loved running over the bridges and, and uh, the Queensboro Bridge and coming into the park. And it was a beautiful day for running. It was cool, sunny, dry. And I came close to breaking the American record that day. So I was, it was a great feeling to it, you know. And I was like running by park benches around five-minute mile pace or something like that, just cranking out. And I think we ran up some steps. And uh, they, the people of New York love the marathon, and, and they're so close to the runners, and they're so psyched up about this race, you know. The race then doubled its field the following year and kept growing. The New York City Marathon grew as the sport did, making it the quintessential global running event, representing how running has grown and changed over the years. The race became so popular that by 1996, they had to institute a lottery system for entries. Five boroughs. One city. And you. Apply now. TCSNYCMarathon.org. Today, nearly 100,000 people enter the lottery. Because it's so coveted, it's expensive. In 1970, the race entry was a dollar. In 2017, international runners, who comprise about 30% of the field, now pay 358 US dollars, or about 460 Canadian dollars for an entry. Of those 98,247 lottery entrants, the marathon selected 16,211 for 2017. That's a 16.5% chance of getting in. The average hotel in Manhattan? About 350 US dollars a night. The typical runner spends about $1,000 on gear and puts in about 120 hours to train for a marathon. That's five days of your life and $2,500 to run New York. But the race has also become a big money generator. And in 2013, Tata Consultancy Services, or TCS, spent $100 million to become the title sponsor for an eight-year period. United Airlines, Airbnb, and now New Balance are also sponsors. The American shoe brand paid a reported $8.18 million a year for 11 years to become the official apparel and shoe of the race. It's a pricey event to put on. It costs nearly $3 million to pay for police services on race day. In total, the race cost the New York Roadrunners roughly $40 million to stage. But it brings in about $90 million in revenue to the organization. The race is the single biggest weekend for the city, bringing in over $400 million. Happening now, more than 50,000 people are gearing up to run the New York City Marathon. This is a live look at the starting line in Staten Island. Runners will race through all five boroughs before crossing the finish line in Central Park. A record number of runners took part in this year's New York City Marathon, and one story in particular really caught our attention. NBC's Mara Scavocampos here with details on that. Mara, good morning. Good morning, Savannah. Such an incredible story. On your mark, get set. Go! The 46th annual New York City Marathon took place on Sunday, November 6, with a record-breaking 52,049 participants. Today, 51,000 runners start the race, making it the single biggest marathon in the world. 
It's also the largest spectator sport in the U.S., with over a million people lying in the streets in an annual tradition in New York. New York also has one of the highest finisher rates of any marathon in the world. In 2016, 98.7% of those who started crossed the finish line under the seven-hour cutoff. Like the Boston Marathon, New York also has time standards, which will guarantee you a spot on the start line, but they are 12 minutes harder than scoring a BQ. Unsurprisingly, it's also become a celebrity favorite. In 2013, Pamela Anderson ran it in five hours and 41 minutes. In 2001, Will Ferrell ran five hours and one minute. And 2009, Canadian Alanis Morissette finished it in four hours, 28 minutes. And in 2008, Ryan Reynolds ran a 350 marathon. And back in 2003, Diddy gave up sex for it. Have you ever run a marathon? No, no. Yeah, Jack. Tough, isn't it? Hurt you for life. Yeah. <laughs> but then, did you train? Were you in shape for it? No, I mean, I, I trained for eight weeks, but you're supposed to train for six months. Mm -hmm. You know, I have these things that, you know, I wake up in the morning and I have these big ideas. Right. My big idea type of I guy. Know, I know you are. But, you, I mean, you finished it, didn't you? More or less, the marathon? Yeah, I almost died, but I finished it. <laughs> so you think you're probably done with the marathon? Again. While preparing to run the marathon, rapper Sean P. Diddy Combs told USA Today that his training regimen included 24-kilometer runs, popping Advil, and a strict diet of no sex for two weeks. My hormones are raging, Combs said. But it's for the kids. Combs was running on behalf of three charities benefiting children, and he did raise $2 million. He also accomplished his goal of beating Oprah Winfrey's Marine Corps marathon time of four hours and 29 minutes. This year's celebrities include supermodel Carly Kloss and comedian Kevin Hart. I was going to do a half marathon. Instead of doing a half marathon, what I'm going to do is do a half marathon twice. I'm going to do the half marathon, but I'm going to add another half to it. So, so the double adds up to, forget that. Let's forget the math. I got little legs, but a big heart. <sighs> Training. The 1908 London Olympic Marathon was the first modern version of the race, creating the odd and perfectly bewitching distance, 42.2 kilometers, starting a phenomenon which captured the imagination. Boston then established the marathon as the ultimate endurance event. And the New York City Marathon transformed the distance into the single most desirable challenge for the common person. It became the perfect bucket list experience. Make sure to follow Canadian Running on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook starting this Wednesday where staff writer Tim Hubes and I will be live in New York City covering the race. Uh, we'll also be doing Facebook Live video, including on Sunday where I'll be running the race with my phone doing live updates to show you all of the exciting and neat aspects of the New York City Marathon. Thanks for listening.